Good morning again, everybody. I'm so excited to be sharing um, a message with you all today. Um, and um, as uh, I was mentioning in the introduction to the readings, that um, all, this is the last Sunday prior to the Feast of the Ascension. So Jesus is telling us, I am the way in preparation for the, um, in preparation for the Feast of the Ascension. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages, amen. I'm going to do something which we don't always do. I'm going to um, just uh, go back to the gospel that was read um, uh, and um, um, our back-end team, uh, if you want to put the gospel, uh, uh, um, if you want to put the gospel back uh, onto the shared screen, um, I'll just read with you briefly. It's just 11 verses. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may also be. And where I go, you know, and the way, you know. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. The gospel that we read was quite a, a fair bit longer than that, but... Um, I'll probably only have uh, enough uh, time to focus on this first part, um, um, which, which we read. Jesus is telling his disciples, remember, he's walked with them for three years. And they've walked with him for three years. They left home, they left family, they left job in complete uncertainty to follow with him. He is a craftsman from Nazareth. Craftsman in those days meant a general laborer. He, he was a fixer-upper, he was a handyman. He was a man of no trade from the armpit of the province of Judea of the Roman Empire. Judea being the armpit of the Roman Empire. So he was a nobody from nowhere and he was homeless and he didn't have a penny to his name. And he tells them, follow me. And they followed him. And they saw wonderful things. St. John says at the end of his gospel, the end of the second last chapter of his gospel, he says, and Jesus did many more wonderful things that if they were written in books, the world itself would not be able to contain the number of books that would be written to describe all of the wonderful things that Jesus did. And so you really can't fault them for their very illogical behavior of leaving everything behind. And the Samaritan woman, after she meets him, she runs back to the city and approaches the, the very people she was doing everything possible to avoid and says to them, and says to them, I, I think I met the Messiah. I think I met a, a man who told me all things. And for sure, Jesus had a charisma about him. And he still has a charisma about him, a grace about him, and a truth in him that pierced into every person. And some people loved it, and they were immediately attracted to it. And some people fled like wildfire, like the Pharisees. Some people fought. They fought that truth, like the Pharisees, the scribes, the high priests, and so on. But Jesus is telling those who have followed with him, he's telling them, look, I'm going away. 
And that should scare you. And if you have ever experienced a visitation of grace from God, and you've ever experienced the power of God enveloping you, and if you've ever experienced what St. Paul experienced on the Damascus Road in some anyhow limited form of being engulfed in His presence, His very presence permeating through you and in you, you have probably also experienced the absence of that. And when you've experienced the grace and then experienced the absence, the absence is so penetrating. It's so petrifying. The, the people who experience this, and it's a very common experience in spiritual life, maybe you've experienced it and maybe you have not, the absence of grace become like mad people. They become like crazy, searching everywhere for that grace. They become people who are willing to read the Bible cover to cover and back again and back again to find, to find that grace, to find what did I do wrong? How did I, how did I lose it? They become like what Jesus describes in Luke 15, the, 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 the woman who had the 10 coins, she lost one, she searched the house, she turned all the lamps on, she turned the house upside down to find her lost her lost coin. Jesus says, I know it's, it, it's disturbing to you that you, may lose, that, that, that you may lose the grace, you may lose my presence with you. But I want to tell you something. I am going to prepare a place for you. And he says, in my father's house are many mansions. The word is, that is used here is used mansions. It's tried, translated from the Greek mansions here in the beginning of Luke 14. But the gospel that we read yesterday uh, in Vespers, Vespers like the, the evening preparation uh, service for the following day, um, Jesus says in, in, in verse 23 of the same chapter 14, he says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come and make our home with him. The word home there, the Greek word and the word, word mansions, which Jesus uses are actually the same word. Jesus is saying, I'm going to prepare a home for you. So you're going to come and live with me forever. But now that, we now, now that we've spent these three years together, I need to go and I need to make it just so. I need to make it just the way you like it. Can I tell you a funny story? I'll tell you a funny story and embarrass myself a little bit. It's kind of fun. Make you laugh. So I met Mary for the very first time, my wife, for the very first time, um, January 20th or 22nd, I can't remember, of 2010. And I spent about four or five months praying because I had just met the most fantastic person I've ever met in my life. And I spent a few, she was just too amazing to do this kind of like relationship thing, like trial and error business. So I said, no, 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 no. I can't, I can't afford to like mess up her life for like six months, a year, two years. Uh, and then, and then it not work out. Like, like I'm a mess, like who cares about me? But she is just way too precious, way too holy, way too amazing for me to just do this trial and error kind of relationship thing with, you know? And so I got on my knees and I prayed. Anyways, I prayed for four or five months. I decided she's the one. I went and told her in England, uh, yada, yada. 
uh, we, uh, you know, uh, we got, we, we got, we, we were, uh, she then came to visit me. That was in, uh, in June. And then I visited her again in August. And then she was coming to visit me at the end of September, um, uh, here in Toronto. Uh, I arranged with a friend of mine in our congregation, uh, that I could live with him. He lived, uh, up the street from where I lived. Um, and, um, she was gonna live in my in my apartment, um, so we could have separate uh, living quarters. So um, uh, up until then, I thought to myself, "Well, she's coming for two and a half weeks. We'll furnish the place when she gets here, because I don't want to buy all this furniture stuff that maybe would appeal to me, but may not appeal to her." So my apartment was pretty much empty. I had a bed. I think I had a chair, uh, and that was it. And my plan was, she's coming for two and a half weeks. We'll have fun. We'll furnish the place together, seeing as, you know, God willing, all things work out and you will get married and this will be where, where she'll live. You know, for the coming year anyways, I was on a two-year contract at SickKids. So I'm discussing this with my best friend who is now Father Joseph. And he says to me, that is the most foolish idea I've ever heard in my life. She's going to come. She's going to you know, come the whole way from England. She's buying a plane ticket. She's coming to see you. She's coming to spend two and a half weeks here. And your plan is to put her up in an unfurnished apartment that basically has a bed and a chair and, and, and like some pots and pans and a, a few plates and utensils. That's your plan? Like, what are you thinking? Like, what, what planet are you on? And so being the amazing friend that he is, two or three days before she's arriving, I go and I get what I need to furnish the place. He comes over and we pull like a couple of all-nighters, assembling all this Ikea furniture and getting getting the place livable. So she is able to like, like live um, in this place. Jesus is telling us, I'm not going to welcome you to the kingdom of heaven to live with me in my father's house in some unfurnished apartment waiting for you so you can figure out how you want to furnish it. I know you. I know what you like. I know what you love. And I'm going to go ahead before you to make it just right. And... He says a little further in verse 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may also be. I will come and receive you to myself. And so here, that word myself is become like a little, it's like a, it's like a hint. So Jesus, tell me, the, uh, okay, give me give me a sneak preview. Okay, show me the trailer. What does the place look like? Okay, just just show me one room. Okay, like like you did with Moses, and he got to see the train of the robe of God. Like he said, "Show me your glory," and God let him see the, just the very his back. Right? Just just show me. Just give me a sneak preview. What what is it? He says, "I'll receive you to myself." So what's this home? That, what's this home that we have in paradise? It's him. It's himself. Uh, not paradise, sorry, the kingdom of heaven. It's him. It's in himself. He is our home. He, I'm a member of his body. I belong in him. He is, he is 
the home. But he wants me to know that it's not it's not the, the only the human body that I've seen get hungry, get thirsty, get pierced with nails and die. Into which you will receive me? Yes, he has received me into his suffering body and I suffer with him and he suffers with me, and they suffer with every other member in the body who suffers, I suffer with them, and they suffer with me, and we are one body in Christ together. Yes, yes, but that's not the end of the story. The cross is not the end of the story. The resurrection is not the end of the story. The resurrected glorified body is a body that you're part of. The one that walks through walls, the ones that doesn't need to eat, doesn't need to drink. The one that, that appears to the disciples when they need him. And he's gone when they don't. During the 40 days after the resurrection, you're part of that body. But the story doesn't end there. He is going to prepare a place for you to take your home, which is his body, and put it at the right hand of the power of God. What is this right hand of the power? It is, it is the most glorious place. He says to you, you listened to me. You heard my counsel. You heard my commandment. Don't, when you go to a, a feast or a banquet, take the highest place, lest the, 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 the host of the banquet tell you, no, there is a more honorable person than you. Sit a little bit lower. When you go to a wedding reception or something and there's these round tables, everybody wants to sit facing the, the bride and the groom. It's a round table. Somebody's going to have to sit giving them their backs. There's always a lower place and a better place. There's always a good seat and a bad seat. You're all fighting for the good seat. You're all fighting for the place of honor. You're all fighting to be told, you're the best, you're the best, you're the best. Don't do that, Jesus says. Take the lowest seat. So when the host comes and he looks, he says, ah, you're sitting there? No, come, sit higher. We can understand this as a commandment to us when we go to any kind of banquet or any kind of feast or any kind of whatever. We can understand this in very simple, practical ways in our day-to-day -day when we take the bus or ride the, ride the streetcar or the subway that, you know, uh, uh, when the place starts to get a little full, we stand up, if your health allows, that you may allow others to sit, that you give them honor and precedence that you give to others. You can understand it that way. You can understand it in a personal sense. Uh, you know, you can understand it in many different ways, which are all good and all of them are fulfilling the commandment of Christ. But I want you and I to understand it also in a cosmic sense. And the reason that I'm so um, obsessed with um, understanding the cosmic meaning of things is because they, they set, yes, they're kind of in the distance. Yes, they're in the future, but they set a target for us. And St. Peter was telling us today that, yes, they're in the distance, but they're not that far off. They're not that far off. So don't say, oh, that's heaven. You know, that's like the, this is after the resurrection of the dead. This is after the second coming of Christ. This is way, well, forget about that. You know, dude, let me just figure out what I'm having for lunch today. Right? No, 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 no. St. Peter is telling us very soon the time is short. Right? Jesus is telling us. In this life, you take the lowest spot, you humble yourself, you agree to suffer with everybody who's suffering. That when the master of the feast comes, who is the Lord Jesus Christ, 
He tells you, what are you doing down there? Come, 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 come. Come, sit in the place of honor. What is this place of honor? It's right at the right hand. It's right at the right hand of, of the master. It's at the right hand of the power of God. Oh, but Jesus, that seat's taken. I, I see a little name uh, card on it. Uh, see a little name, a place card there that says, you know, who's, you know, everybody's got their name, assigned seating, right? Uh, and it says, uh, you know, the only begotten Son of God, creator of the universe, second person of the Trinity, the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I mean, come on now, Jesus. I'm not going to, I can't displace you. And he says, no, no, no. You're not going to displace me. You're going to sit with me. You're going to sit with me. Now, there's no more you and me. There's no more separation between you and me. We're together in everything. You are together with me in my suffering. You are together with me in my cross. You are together with me in my death. You are together with me in my resurrection. Now come be together with me at the right hand of the power of God. We belong together. I am the way. I'm not going to give you the way. I'm not going to give you the instructions how to do it. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life, Jesus is saying to you and to me. You just continue living this life of union with me. You just continue being with me wherever I am. I'm on the cross. Come on the cross with me. I'm resurrected, come resurrect with me. And the day will come that I will take you by the hand and lift you up and you will ascend to the kingdom of God, to the kingdom of heaven with me. And you have a place, and you have a place, and it has your name written on it. And your name is written in glory, in me. I am your place. I am your way. Come. Come with me, Jesus is saying. So Jesus is calling you and he's calling me today to a life of communion, to a life of being with him, for better or for worse, like they say in Catholic weddings, for better or for worse, I'm with you, Jesus. You know, in, in death or in glory, at the cross or at the resurrection, in the pit or on the mountaintop, I'm with you. Let these not just be words that we say. Let, the, let this be, I beg you, O Lord Jesus Christ. Let this be our mantra. Let this be the description of our lives. If somebody had to say what, uh, you know, your, how they wanted to describe your life. They wanted to say, what, what's your life like? You know, what is it, what is, what is it like? They would say, I don't, just like, like this with Jesus, through thick and thin, man, through thick and thin. Those two, they never left each other's sides. May that be, O oh Lord, how your life and mine could be summarized. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. We'll have uh, one more worship song and then some announcements and some greetings um, and uh, some uh, the, the joy of sharing each other's uh, presence together. God bless you.
So we'll just start off with a few um, quick announcements. The first and always most important thing is welcome. Welcome to all of you. Welcome th to those of you who are um, uh, um, calling in for the, uh, you know, for the very first time. Welcome. Uh, we love you from all of our hearts uh, and we're so excited that you're here um, and um, 
if you're looking for a place to worship online, you're looking for a way to, to connect with God in these days, uh, we pray that, that, that this will be an excellent option for you. Um, and if you have any suggestions or recommendations about how things uh, could be done better, let us know. We're, uh, we're all ears and we're always trying new things every week or two. We're doing something new and something crazy. So welcome, um, welcome to our online our online community. Um, some special stuff um, going on today. Um, two uh, amazing events. There is the Interparish Coptic Graduate Fellowship event, uh, which is uh, Becoming Bread with Father Daniel Fanous, um, theologian, priest, uh, author uh, of The Silent Patriarch and, and a few other books. Uh, and he's uh, talking about being living bread for the world uh, tonight, um, and um, uh, we can uh, we'll be sending out the 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 link for that again on our um, SMSK events group. Um, so uh, if you uh, if you're interested, um, we'll uh, we'll be sending out um, some information about that. Also happening today um, is this Life of Victory convention that started yesterday, but even if you missed part of it, it's, it's totally fine. The speakers are all speaking about the life of victory in various different, um, uh, people's lives and Bible characters and saints and so on. So, uh, you haven't missed, yeah, you haven't, uh, you haven't missed, uh, anything. The best is, uh, is yet to come. Uh, the best has happened and is yet to come as well. Uh, great speakers. I mean, these are like, these are like the best of the best. I can't encourage you enough to um, attend some of the uh, some of the of the sessions um, today. I'm also speaking at 1 p.m. today on at uh, on Coptic Orthodox Answers about uh, um, the 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 fight against despondency, uh, the fight against the, that restlessness of the spirit uh, and that feeling like ah you don't you just don't know what to do with yourself, um, and so. Um, so that's at 1 p.m. on YouTube, uh, live stream uh, on uh, Coptic Orthodox Answers on their YouTube channel. Lots of really great fun stuff today. Um, other special things happening this week. Uh, by God's grace, uh, um, uh, a, a donor approached us and asked us uh, if we could... Uh, partner with them um, in distributing meals to those who need them uh, by the hard work and love of the of the servants of saint peter 's mission we 've kept in touch with the families that we care for in that area uh, and we 've arranged to distribute uh, meals to them this coming tuesday um, and so um, we're abiding, of course, by all of the government regulations and Toronto Community Housing is involved with us. And, you know, everything everything is above board here. Um, social distancing, masks, gloves, you know, hand sanitizer, the whole nine yards. Uh, um, so if you if that's something you'd like to participate in, that's that's we're going to be meeting um, at 4175 Lawrence Avenue East at, at 1130 on Tuesday. But please confirm with uh, with Hanan. Um, Hanan uh, Moros, who's here on online. Um, and if you need contact details for her, you can always reach out to me or you can send a WhatsApp message to the church. Uh, uh, or you can, uh, or, or you can reach out to, to anybody that you know, and, and they can, they can um, pass along uh, how to reach Hanan and how to sign up 
um, how to sign up for that. Also, this Thursday is the Feast of the Ascension. Um, we'll, uh, we'll try to figure out a creative way to make it so that you can really participate in the in this major lordly feast and really know and feel that you have the confidence that you have been you have been already taken up with him and you have your place in him at the right hand of God the Father in heaven. Um, and so keep your eyes on your WhatsApp and keep your eyes on uh, uh, on your email um, as as we uh, figure out some fun and creative way for you to participate in the Feast of the Ascension. Um, if you are in uh, transition between jobs, if you've lost your job in this in this time of of COVID or uh, in some kind of transition in, in terms of your accommodation, um, the whole church wants you to know that we love you. We feel your pain. We know how difficult uh, that can be. Um, several uh, of uh, of people have uh, have are in that situation and have been in a similar situation. Maybe not during COVID, but um, um, there's a lot of empathy. Uh, and if there's anything that we can do with you and for you, we would love to do that. Um, uh, so um, please reach out if you need a hand. Please reach out. You know, um, we're, we're all in this together. Um, although we're staying apart, we are all really truly uh, in this together and we want to be in this, um, in this with you. Um, uh, lastly, uh, you may have gotten various, uh, couple, two messages from the church that we're updating, um, all of our, uh, uh, people's, uh, communication, uh, um, uh, wishes, uh, you know, their preferences, how they wish the church to communicate with them. And, um, so, uh, we're kind of switching how we do email and how we do WhatsApp. And um, there's a, a couple of forms for you to fill out. Um, they've been sent out and we'll send them out again this week. Um, and then we'll be transitioning from a WhatsApp events group to WhatsApp broadcast messages. Um, basically, we got a WhatsApp account for the church, a business account for the church. So now uh, the church can send messages uh, as an entity, as well as, of course, you can send messages to each other. So uh, the church will be able to message you and you will actually be able to message the church back and ask your questions um, uh, of uh, of the church. We've also uh, updated and uh, re-released the SMSK app where you can find the calendar and you can find direct links to all of our online services. So uh, you don't have to be shuffling through your email anymore, shuffling through your WhatsApp messages anymore to find that Zoom link. And is it on Zoom or is it on YouTube or whatever? You can just open up the SMSK app, go to the calendar, click the location, the link, and it will open up for you wherever it is. Um, and we're working on a second release for the app. The, the app team are already working on the next release. So let us know uh, what you would like uh, in the uh, in the app, do you want more content? Do you want more audio? Do you want better video? Do you want what do you want uh, in the app? And we'll um, and we'll work uh, and 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 we'll work on doing that uh, um, uh, and making it whatever would be a blessing uh, a blessing to you. Um, and that is uh, that's pretty much all of our uh, announcements for today. 
Um, we had a little conversation before uh, the, uh, the all of our regular services are, uh, as you see on the on the screen. There's the university students Bible study, uh, the uh, OXA students Bible study on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Open to all university students. Even if you've never participated before, you're more than welcome to join. It's a small community. Um, everybody gets to know everybody and. Uh, and it's great that way. The, we, we completed the Bible study on Elijah on Thursday. Sorry, there were some connection difficulties on Thursday. Um, and uh, so there won't be anything this Thursday. Uh, and probably by next week, we'll have set up something new and fun to do. Our university students meet on Fridays and there's Vespers and a, a discussion around the readings that happens on Saturday nights followed by midnight praises. Uh, anybody who uh, needs to confess or spiritual guidance or some support is welcome to reach out to me um, directly. And all of our um, kids ministry and kids activities will happen uh, on Sundays right after this, uh, right after this service. So um, with that, uh, I, I'd like to invite you all to turn your cameras on. Uh, and share with us that wonderful weather you're sitting uh, in. Um, we'll uh, have everybody uh, or, or share with us wherever you're going uh, as, you're, as you're belted into your cars. Welcome. Uh, welcome, everybody. We'll invite all of our parents, uh, if they can, uh, um, uh, turn on their cameras. Uh, and uh, it's always such a blessing to greet all of our kids. <laughs> Um, only if you feel comfortable, you know, it's a no, 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 no pressure environment. Um, and, uh, welcome to everybody who's, uh, who's tuning in from away, tuning in from Saudi Arabia, tuning in from Pennsylvania, from the U S. Um, uh, welcome, welcome tuning in from, from uh, all the GTA Richmond Hill. Uh, we'll invite uh, all of our uh, uh, all of our parents on the count of uh, three to unmute the microphones of their kids, uh, and we'll uh, get all of our kids to say hello, and then I'll count to three again, and then all of the adults, whoever would like to, is also welcome to unmute your mics, and then we can say hello back to them. How about we try that? Ready, parents? On the count of three, one, two, three. Hi everybody and uh, we'll, we'll on the count of three we'll invite all our adults to unmute their microphones and say hello back to all of our children. One, two, three. Hi. God bless you all. We love you so much. Um, to all of our children and to all of our adults, uh, we, we love you so, so much. Um, thank God that no amount of social distancing can separate our love from each other. No amount of, uh, of, 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 of illness or anything can separate um, 
our love to each other and the Holy Spirit is able to continue to work and to reach you where you are in your home and in your place. With that, I'll tell you, and now the love of God the Father, the grace of His only begotten Son, the gift and fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace and may the peace of the Lord be with you all. Amen.